Hello, everyone, and welcome to an all-new edition of The Elite Beat, your twice-weekly source for all the AEW news, previews, and reviews. And this is the weekend show for all our colliders out there. Megan and I watched Collision, and uh, we're going to talk to you about it. And I might even mention a thing or two about Battle of the Belts. Um, Before we do that, first I want to say, hello, Megan, how are you doing? I'm good. Uh, Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. It's my mom's birthday. Happy birthday to my mom. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's also our friend Franz's daughter's Izzy's daughter Izzy's birthday. So happy birthday, Izzy. Man, this day full of people we know who have been born. That's right. Uh, before we get into anything else, let us do the Elite Beat Pop of the Week. Um, I wouldn't usually do this because uh, Jenny's not here. So I would just like be like, let's just skip it because it's the <laughs> second show. But I do have a Diet Coke, so I'm going to crack it. Ah, what a sound. Okay. Um, I always come prepared, so I have a Ryan Guy's Truth. Hell yeah. And just, it's the pop of the weekend. Just consider it that way. That's the difference. Okay. I like it. Um, I want to tell you before we get started, like, I know that I, I told you um, last week that earlier this week i guess that there are some people whose opinion that i respect that hate the mjf cole vignettes and i was like they're wrong yep like nobody's (laughs) perfect i don't want to insult anybody who you know but i want you to i want you to feel like because i i I don't know if you started thinking like oh no who doesn't like them that he respects yes and i want to assure you it is not justin shapiro uh because but I was curious because this has been like this has been like a topic this week um, about like because there's like a there's a very it seems like there's a split. It's actually a three way split. There are people who like it all. There are people who only like the match stuff, like they enjoy the match portions of it, um, and the, the the kind of silliness contained within that, the shtick, if you will. And then there are people who hate everything about it. Um, but uh, I found the more rational people to be the ones who like don't like the vignettes so much but enjoy the the, the actual matches um but justin i asked him is if he was yay or nay on the max adam vignettes he said i'm a substantial yay yay okay because so, yeah. you you mentioned no names you did not out mm-hmm. any of your respected people that i may or may not cross paths with i was so worried I was, you might have thought of justin and wondered if he was one of those i was like uh, based on his taste he should love this so if he doesn't something has gone wrong I mean, um, he, yeah, he's an NXT season four aficionado, so. Hell yeah. Yeah. You know, you gotta love it. Okay. Um, no news. We did ratings on, we haven't don't have any new ratings since, uh, since Thursday. Because I think everything comes in on, I think we'll get Rampage ratings tomorrow and Collision Battle of the Belts ratings on Tuesday. Yeah, I would assume it would take some time with them occurring. It, yeah. All right, so we can just go right into this and talk about Collision. It was a big one. It was uh, it was a big one that I think we won't have a very long time uh, recapping because of the nature of one of the matches. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'll we say. open we open with uh, we're in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. It is Stampede Week, and we have on commentary uh, as usual Nigel McGuinness, and as not usual Ian Riccoboni, uh from Ring of Honor who uh, it was just reported, I believe, by Sean Ross Sapp yesterday in one of the worst-kept secrets in uh, wrestling news that Ian Riccoboni recently signed a three-year uh, contract with 
AEW slash Ring of Honor. And in fact, uh, Rickabani kind of went into a little more detail on that on the Voices of Wrestling Discord uh, that I am a member of. So I saw this super secret information uh, that he said the thing that Sean did not say is that Rickabani up until then had been working on an expired Ring of Honor contract from the old company that Tony Khan was continuing to honor and just pay pay you know pay that contract until they figured out what they were doing with Ring of Honor basically. So he basically oh. said like uh, AEW are a bunch of menches and treated him well. Okay, good. I was going to say I assume that was better than renegotiating as far as amount goes cuz like I would I would expect Tony to be like Ian, buddy, you're not making as much as I can give you. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's the thing, though, right? Like, like there's, uh, you know, in, in a in a contracting industry, there is less leverage, and he seems to still think that he was treated fairly. So, oh, that's good because I could also see it the other way of like, where are you gonna they go? Were, yeah, they were giving you a lot, <laughs> you know. Like, my understanding is that Ian has like a pretty substantial full time job that he's enjoys and does very well in. So, um. I think that's like kind of another thing that's kind of keeps him from going all in on pro wrestling because I think I believe that he may have been offered the collision job uh, full time before Kevin Kelly was a factor, but he didn't want to commit to like losing every weekend with his family, basically. Oh, okay. I can see the family thing. I if you have like a full time Monday through Friday, you know, yeah. Yeah, it did not occur to me that he had a full-time Monday through Friday. For some reason, I just thought, oh, the announced team is on TV. They have to be making enough <laughs> to live off of. I mean, maybe he is now under with a new AEW contract, but I do not think that was the case under Sinclair. Okay, well, yeah, I can believe that, too. Yeah. But anyway, so he's here. Um, I suppose he's going to be here every Saturday until the G1 is over, I guess. I don't know. Um I hope he gets so used to it that he's like, I do, in fact, hate my family (laughs) and will be showing up because he was. Yeah, go ahead. So delightful. Loved him so much more. (laughs) Sorry, Kevin. Yeah, Yeah. Kevin, you're fine. You've been fine these past few weeks. It's it's you know, it's nice to have a different voice. The next caliber caliber calling the moves. But um, yeah, Ian, I thought Ian's one night in blew you away. (laughs) He's got more energy than Kevin. Got more energy. He's got he, he he seemed to have like I don't know like to me the better banter with Nigel. Yeah, yeah. He got the names right. <laughs> he didn't sorry. have to pronounce. He didn't have to pronounce any tricky Japanese names. <laughs> yeah, but I don't have to listen. I had to hear Takeshita's name like a couple times, but after that, after I heard it, I knew how to say it. Yeah. Kevin Kelly either didn't practice beforehand or it did not absorb Takeshita. The most incredible thing to me, and I mentioned it before, is that, like, you know, he's been the lead commentator in English for New Japan for years now. He pronounces Japanese names all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I, I feel... I, for any listeners who feel like I'm harping on this too much, because I've brought it up multiple times, it just, it blows my mind, because that's your job. And also, like, you can just ask people how to pronounce their names. They're there. You can just True. talk to them or ask anyone else who works with them. Like, get it right. What if it's, a, like, a like a pock pack situation where we've all been saying it wrong for years? Well, then I would feel bad 
for Takeshita if, if that was the case. Uh, but I've, I don't know, somebody should have corrected somebody by now. I mean, didn't Pac eventually say it's Pac, even though maybe it was Pac before he cleared the record? I, I don't know. I don't know. My point is, it's your job to do announcing of names. You should probably know the names. And uh, Ian Riccoboni, names aside, still just brought way more energy to the mix. And it was, it felt better. <laughs> like, I liked it better. I was, like, so excited to see him when they showed it, he and Nigel sitting together right away. Also, I don't know if they coordinated, but they had this preppy look down pat. Nigel had on, like, a powder blue, like, a polo shirt. And I think Ian had on a pink similar one. I'm like, what are we doing, guys? What What's going on today? We're just, we're just golf bros out here. <laughs> it was it was a kind of a interesting. I, I was a little disappointed that uh, Nigel didn't go for a like a I don't know like a silk cowboy shirt and a bolo tie or something like that. <laughs> that would have been incredible. Yeah, I would have much preferred that. All right, let's do it. It's Collision. Uh, we open with an AEW World Tag Team title match. It's two out of three falls. It's FTR defending against Bullet Club Gold of Juice, Jay White and Juice Robinson. And, okay, this match went like 58 minutes. I was fairly entertained for most, for like the entire thing, I will say. I, I, I enjoyed the match. I have no major issues with the match. I guess if I had to pick one thing, it's that we saw a version of this last week that was half the length. And I thought much more exciting because the pace was so much higher. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, obviously you got to pace it different when you're going for an hour. Yeah. Um, I was, I was okay with the match. I liked it, but in the moment I was like, it was like that time when, um, I think it was Dan, a Daniel Bryan match, like early on when it was like. Danielson and Hangman on, yes. on winter, winter is Coming. When they didn't tell you, it, it was, like, going to be an hour, and then all of a sudden it, like, hit the point where you're like, this is going to be an hour, isn't it? Oh, right, because they just, like, they just wrestled to a draw, right? Yeah. Yeah. And this was, like, the 60-minute time li- limit was applied to this match as well, but they they won right with two minutes left. But, yeah, yeah I was just kind of like, oh, so this is what we're doing. We're, we're locked in now. <laughs> like, there's no way they end it, like, between half an hour and an hour. Like, they're going the full way. I see. Okay, so you so you were pretty locked in early. I thought that we were going to get like I thought it was going to go about forty five. That was my that was my thought after like after the first fall. My default is always if it goes over half an hour, it's just going to round up to an hour. <laughs> I just thought like I mean I don't know. I, I thought like well you're going to kind of give short shrift to these uh, Owen Hart Classic Finals matches and and then then they kind of did. So so I guess you know that was the consequence of that, but. Um, the, uh, bulk of gold won the first fall and then Dax and cash took falls two and three. Um, a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of Bret Hart, uh, tribute spots in here, sharpshooters and whatnot. And, uh, they were wearing the, they were v- very, the FDR is wearing very Bret Hart tribute gear. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it, it was, it was like last week's match, but, but longer and slower. Yeah, but it was really really good, but I prefer last week's. Yeah, it's hard to, like, criticize a match with those four. I mean, they're all super talented, but I was surprised that they 
we're using this to dominate a show with the tournament matches on it as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, Juice tapped out to the sharpshooter for the third fall, and then FTR tried to shake hands with Bullet Club Gold, and Bullet Club Gold guys, you know, they thought about it for a long time, and then they spat on FTR's hands and, and walked away. Which, so gross. Very so gross. gross. So, I don't know, that that says to me this feud probably continues, though I don't know, like, what do you do once you've, like, you've done an hour-long match, you know? It's like, what next? I- I hope the answer is not to go for an hour and a half. Like, <laughs> let's, yeah. let's bring it back down. Yeah, I mean, I guess the you could argue... So, here's here's the thing I thought of. The argument could be that Bull Club won the first fall. So, they can argue, like, yeah, but, like, you know, we beat you because we won the first fall. So, if it was a normal match, we would be the champions. But, unfortunately... They also are the ones who are like, we want this match to be two out of three falls. Yeah, I was like, that does work unless you made the ludicrous like, option of more falls. Yeah. So anyway, so that was that. Um, next up, we have, um, uh, there's a video package for Blood and Guts. And uh, got me all hyped up to watch on Wednesday night. Can't wait. Looking it very forward so to gross. it. Looking forward to be- seeing the... The beautiful violence of Kota Ibushi. Speaking of um, blood and guts, did you know John Moxley won a under his real name of Jonathan Good won a um, grappling competition in Cincinnati uh, this yesterday? I think I did, Inter- but only because I follow Renee on Instagram. <laughs> oh, so you saw her picture she posted with uh, her and him and uh, him and the daughter and the daughter holding the holding the medal that she did not earn. Um, this yes. generation Mox- always need trophies. <laughs> That's right. Moxley, uh, yeah, is the North American Grappling Association's Cincinnati Grappling Championship. And John Moxley won gold in his division, which I'm guessing is uh, weight class. Um, oh, uh, men's beginner, 30 years old and up, no gi division <laughs> at super heavyweight. I was so, going to say, he's beefy. He's got to be up in the. <laughs> yeah, his weight class is apparently 225 to 240 or 250, basically. So. So that's cool. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know anything about the level of his opponent, but it's better to win something than not win something, I guess, if you're going to be in it. Yeah, and if I was his opponent, I'd be like, I almost won, but John Moxley beat me. Yeah. I mean, how can you be upset by that? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be. Um, let's see. Next up, we have the Owen Hart Foundation 2023 Women's Tournament Final Match. Ruby Soho versus Willow Nightingale. Ruby Soho uh, making it back-to-back years in the finals and back-to-back years losing the finals as Willow Nightingale got the win. The babe with the power hit the power bomb, got the big victory. Ian Riccoboni was very good at putting her over. Um, He's a professional. And and she was was super excited. And... um, the announcer said something about like that there would be an there would be an official ceremony that did take place on Battle of the Belts that Megan did not watch so she did not get to see the celebration so damn yeah it's okay you don't need to it's yeah. I saw her pick a rose out of the top of the cup and put yes. it in her mouth and look really excited so and then she took the cup but not the belt yeah so yeah so they had they had a nice match. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much else to say about it. It wasn't it wasn't anything super special, but uh, but it was good. Um, there was a video from they said it was from last week. Tony Schiavone is trying to talk to QT Marshall and Marshall and Hurley Cameron are going into Hobbs's locker room, and they seem to like get back on the same page somewhat. Yeah. Because Hobbs was furious after after he felt QT cost him the match against Ricky Starks. Fairly so. I mean, QT did get out there and do some stupid stuff. I I don't know, Hobbs, what you're doing. You you are strong enough to strike out on your own. You don't need QTV. Get out of there. Yeah. So, uh, yes. So back to the ring and it was the kings of the black throne Brody king and malachi black i was surprised to see malachi in action actually it's been so long since we have seen him in action um but he and brody took on the i guess local team i would assume of artemis spencer and randy myers the only randy myers i recognize is the 1990 cincinnati reds relief pitcher randy myers one half of the nasty boys with rob dibble yes um they uh, were squashing these guys, and then El Idolo came out. Um, and Ida Rikabani made me question my pronunciation of that, because he kept calling home El Idolo. Yes, this was it, the one moment. It's different emphasis. It was the one moment where I'm like, Ian, I trusted <laughs> you. <laughs> I mean, he, like... The pronunciation of it is in his entrance theme. Yeah, plus right? it's another Just instance of like... Idolo. Wouldn't he have corrected someone if it in fact was supposed to be emphasized the way Ian was doing it? So yeah, I was like, oh no, please don't. But that was the only that was the only hiccup in his performance, I think. So um, in something that probably would have annoyed me if it weren't in a total squash match the camera was cutting back and forth from the ring to the ramp so we could see Andrade as the finish was happening. So yep. <laughs> we, we kind of, kind of missed the, I mean, we, we barely saw the, the, the black mass kick. And then I think we saw one of the three uh, counts for the, for the pin. It most certainly did not end with the shot of the third count. Like I was, I was like, what are we doing guys? But you're right. Yeah. It was a squash. You knew it was going to happen, but still, I think you should show the end of the match. Yes. Um, so after that, um, oh, so yeah, Andrade came out, but all like a, a, a bevy of referees stopped him, so he didn't he didn't really get to do anything. And he wants see. his mask back. Damn it! He does want his mask back. He did not get it back. Julia Hart has has her hands like wrapped very tightly around that. Um, after that, the announcers ran down the cards for the next week, Battle of the Belts, and then Blood and Guts. And um, I forgot that because it's Blood and Guts, that means it's Royal Rampage on Rampage, which is that fun two-ring battle royal they had last year. Um, where, uh, remember that? Like, the, the finish of it was Brody King like choking out Derby over the ropes and then dropping him? <laughs> Yeah, that was the coolest. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that'll be fun. I like I liked that battle royal last year. Um, and way to just make use of you know you got the two ring set up there. Why not do something special with it? Yeah, I don't remember. Was that the only thing on Rampage? Like, is did they give it an hour? Because no, it was like probably like a third of the show. 
Yeah, I would think go in an hour if it's not the Royal Rumble. It's kind of kinda, yeah, it's like not what you want. No. Um, and that takes us to our main event: Ricky Starks versus CM Punk in the Owen Hart Foundation 2023 Men's Tournament Final Match. And okay, I thought I thought CM Punk was going to get cheered because he got cheered in Saskatchewan or wherever they were last week for Saskatchewan. They were, okay. And then the week before, he did also get cheered in Regina, right? I think so. But he, yeah, yeah, so he had been cheered in two Canadian cities in a row. Yeah. And I thought, okay, okay, this is like, this is like a like a big city like Toronto, and like obviously like man, like he's going to be booed in Kenny's province, you know. Yeah. This is not an all of Canada thing, and especially in Calgary, where he is like the most up Bret Hart's ass person this side of Dax Harwood, you would think they would be very into him, but maybe, I don't know, maybe that feels condescending to actual Calgarians. I don't know, <laughs> but, but they were not They were largely, it was, it was, it was a little mixed, but it was, I'd say it was probably like 80, 20, uh, anti-punk. In that I, yeah. It was enough that I was like, Oh shit, what happened? Like we, punk was having a good, happy run. And then it felt a lot like the first time, he walked out not in Chicago and it in was Toronto. Like, yeah. yeah. It it does make me wonder like, what's this going to, cause so he hasn't been in any American cities aside from Chicago nope. since he's been back. So I wonder what that's going to be like. Uh, if the Canadians are an indication, not great for, well, I guess great for him cause he loves that shit, but uh, angry, <laughs> like not into it. Yeah, like so. Where where is um? Let's just look real quick. Where is Collision next week? So Collision next week is Newark, New Jersey. I I don't know. Like that's like kind of WWE country. So I mean, maybe maybe they'd be more into CM Punk than the Elite. I mean, I guess it's I don't know. I feel like it's so it's so far from where either of them hail from. That it's kind of, and WWE is around there that it is kind of weird. It almost is weird to the point it might just be like a apathetic sort of response. I don't think it's going to be apathetic. I don't think he's ever going to get any apathetic responses. I think it's going to be vociferous on one side or another. Well, then I would guess in I WWE next, country, good. I think next week will be positive. Yeah. Okay. I think the punk and. Yeah, so we'll, we'll just have to kind of keep track of that. But anyway, I was surprised in Calgary that they hated him. <laughs> it was intense. And then the match was like not, I don't know what you thought. I thought it was just okay. Yeah, I mean, for a tournament match, it it was, it seemed like more of like a weekly match. You know, like I don't. Yeah, you want a tournament final to be like really good, you know. And I feel like with both women's and men's we didn't get that yeah it was just like fine yeah kind of disappointing um punk did heal it up quite a bit even as he was like hitting bret hart spots he would be like he was kind of like smiling at the crowd um they were pissed yeah and starks got the win with uh his hand on the rope which bryce rimsberg watched while it happened (laughs) and then i thought that was leading to something but it he just, I guess he just accidentally looked when he wasn't supposed to. He's like, I am not a punk fan either, so we're going to let this one slide. 
Jenny asked, is this price rooms work in the Young Bucks pocket? And so I don't know. Um, so Punk's in shock. Starks is happy. He goes up the ramp. But then he like grabs the trophy and like kind of like it was like it was almost like it seemed very like aggressive and heelish the way he grabbed the trophy. Yeah, I mean, he's very cocky, but he did sort of like like snatch it like somebody was going to take it away from him and like run up the ramp. Yeah. So it was very it was like did I so the show led into Battle of the Belts like directly like it was like mm-hmm. almost like Star Trek 3 from Star Trek 2 like <laughs> this is a continuation. <laughs> um did you see Jushin Liger or not? Yes, because it's sort of I was watching on Fight and so I got the beginning where he like didn't give Jushin Liger respect and no, he did not. and that seemed mean. Jushin Liger was just like bro, what? I, I was supposed to just be here to congratulate you. <laughs> I flew from Tokyo for this. <laughs> yeah, like, what the hell? So, yeah, so Liger walked out to the ramp because he was going to present the, you know, because he has big history with Owen Hart. They had a, they had a famous set, series of matches in New Japan back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, I think. Um, and so he was, yeah, he was going to present the trophy. And also, um, Owen, or Jushin Liger, pre-Jushin Liger, when he was Keiichi Yamada before The Mask, and the gimmick, he, uh, he his, uh, you know how like the New Japan wrestlers go on excursions uh, yes. when they're rookies. So his rookie excursion was uh, to Stampede Wrestling in Calgary. Oh, okay. So he has lots of history with the the Hart family. Um, but yeah, so Jushin Liger came out. Ricky Starks grabbed the belt, blew right by the bat, grabbed the um, trophy, blew right by him, and then that was the last we saw of Jushin Liger for the rest of the show. <laughs> oh, he didn't even get to do anything on. No. No, he didn't do anything on Battle of the Belts. <laughs> they literally flew him out to shun him. Like, <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Hopefully, they're doing like some other business with him in town or something. Like maybe scanning him to put him in the video game or some shit. <laughs> oh God! Hopefully, what a waste of time for him. Do you think that the way Ricky Starks with was acting, um, like maybe he was supposed to be the heel in this match, but the reaction? from the fans about punk sort of had them call an audible in that sense. Like obviously they weren't going to change the ending, but that maybe with a more punk favorable or a more neutral crowd, Ricky Starks was supposed to be the one healing it up. And he just didn't change character on his way out. Like, <laughs> I, that's actually, I hadn't thought about that. That's actually a, a decent possibility because I would think, based on the last two weeks of reactions, they probably expected Punk to get cheered here. Yeah. And expected it to be, like, a big scandal that he got cheated out of the the trophy, which did not happen. And <laughs> so maybe maybe it's just a thing where, like, Ricky is... Ricky, maybe just Ricky's turning, you know? Um, which I would be all for, because I've said before, I can't really get into him as a babyface. Yeah, like, with the cheating ending, it you did... In normal circumstances, you'd expect the crowd to turn on him, and he could have been more heelish during the match if the crowd cared um, cared about it. But they seemed really anti-punk no matter what, so punk yielded up, and then his exit would, you know, match the energy of cheating and snubbing Jushin Liger like a jerk. Like that's that's all very heelish. It just seems weird that he couldn't work the match that way because the Canadians were were so mad at punk. Mm-hmm. 
So we're not going to talk about the whole thing, but I do want to mention that I, I did watch Battle of the Belts, mm-hmm. and it was no good. Um, <laughs> okay. The closest, the closest thing to good was the opener, the international title match between Orange Cassidy and Lance Archer. And they were having a perfectly fine match. And then, you know, the story of Orange Cassidy, the international title, is that he's been slowly being worn down week after week, defense after defense. Um, he's got a and, lot on his know, plate, man. He's got a lot on his plate. He's got this tag team with Darby that I guess is over now that he's out there out of the tournament. But um, so he's wrestling Archer. Also, this Archer thing was set up on Rampage, um, which you did not see, right? No, but they they did the Lance Archer like video on Dynamite, so I knew. That's right. Yeah, I knew he was coming. He wrestled. He wrestled Trent on Rampage. He beat Trent. Okay. He destroyed Chuck. He was gonna like kill both of them, and he said, "Orange Cassidy, come down here, or I'll kill these men." And Orange came down. Then he beat up Orange. Anyway, so that was how they set the table for this. So they had they had a match that I enjoyed, and then they basically just did a spot where orange outsmarted Lance Archer and made him fight with him outside long enough that orange was able to scoot back into the ring and Lance got counted out. That sounds dumb. It sucked. It was like, okay. I was, was, was going to say, did it work better on TV? <laughs> no. Well, I don't know. Like maybe it worked for the crowds in the building, but like it got quiet after that. And then I just thought, Oh man, I feel like I feel cheated. Like, that's not only a dumb way to end, but I feel like that's not helping. If you're bringing back Lance to give him any sort of a push, that makes him seem like a dummy. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it does. So anyway, yeah, that was, you know, and that was the high point of the show. Um, I will say that the uh, the Tony Storm tie of Valkyrie, which you didn't know about either. Uh, they set that match up on Rampage too. Tony Storm was tie of Valkyrie for the women's title. I saw the card, like the oh, they match mentioned card. That one. On, on collision that's right yeah yeah um so partway through the match they lost satellite feed and like so i we didn't actually see like the finish of that match until oh, after no. the main event of 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 uh battle of the belts they played it afterwards when they were because they you know they lost satellite so they came back and they were like well with that match is over we lost satellite sorry whoops <laughs> Yeah, they they threw on um, the the Julia Hart match against I don't know that the local competitor that she had like last week or whatever I don't know it was just like a random Julia Hart match and oh. they just that aired last week they threw it on and I was just like what the hell is happening did they fly this girl out here again or but no so it was um, it was something we'd already seen oh battle of the belts what oh battle of the belts indeed. what are you doing. <laughs> <laughs> and Luchasaurus beat Sean Spears in a in a nothing match to retain the TNT title. The most, like, I guess the most noteworthy thing is that they multiple times showed uh, Scorpio Sky watching the match backstage. Okay. So presumably that is your next Luchasaurus challenger. How, I mean, what I was going to watch Battle of the Belts for, honestly, is Christian. How was, what was his role during this match? He did make Luchasaurus fight, obviously, but was he... Yeah. Was he there to like basically be like, uh, now that the fighting's over, I am the tra- champion and take yeah, the belt he, back? He, he did the, the post match celebration with the title, of course. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. That makes me yeah. feel good. Yeah. yeah. 
but yeah, that's uh, that's it. That's Collision and Battle of the Belts. And uh, we don't have to deal with this Battle of the Belts thing for another three months now, thank God. <laughs> is that are, <laughs> is this the cadence either that they had established or that they're trying to establish? Is it going to be like quarterly? I think it's supposed to be quarterly, yeah. Okay. It probably was. I just, I didn't care enough to register that, but like, okay. Yeah, it's not like you're ever sitting there going like, oh man, only two more months till the next Battle of the Belts. It's always something that's just like, Oh, they announced that this is happening this week. Um, they also really clearly care about it because they sure put a lot of effort on the TV show. Well, I guess now on either show of like promoting it. I mean, I feel like you only hear about Battle of the Belts the week of when they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, Battle of the Belts is happening on Saturday. It's like, yeah, you could do some build up if you gave a shit about this show. Well, they don't. So they don't have to change a belt every once in a while, maybe. Yeah, yeah, seriously, like like once even. Um, but I tell you what, we uh, we give a shit about this show, and uh, we want to thank you for listening to it. We will be, it'll be interesting next week because we um when we you know, we were going to talk to you about this last night, Megan, after uh, we watched the movie, but our internet went out like during the ending credits of the movie, so we lo- <laughs> we, we we lost contact. Um, Jenny's parents are going to be staying with us for some number of days between Thursday and Sunday. Um, it might be Thursday through Sunday. It might be Friday through Monday. I don't know. So we'll have to like figure out recording times. Um, it might, it will be an interesting week. We'll get, we will record something at some point, but might not be like quite on the normal schedule. Okay. Apologies listeners, but you know, family, family is a thing. Mm hmm. It is, yes. There's a family reunion for Jenny's, one of Jenny's sides of the family in uh, in our in in our town. So we are hosting a lot of things. So anyway, we will, you know, something will appear in your podcast feeds at some point, as it does. Yes, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. That's the great thing about podcast feeds, right? It's like things they that tell show you. Up. Yeah, they they're like, here it is. The show happened. Um, yeah. Just sorry if it's not on Thursday night as usual. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, uh, that's all from here. Thank you, Megan. And uh, that's it. That's that's Elite Beat. Elite Beat. Elite Beat. I could debut Jenny's new version, but I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to take, I don't want to steal her thunder. So there's a teaser next time. (laughs) Yep, I didn't have the script, so I went with it. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.